Hi, this is Dave of Do It With Dave. I'm a former overweight, unhealthy, and stressed out criminal defense attorney who at age 60 left that life behind and instead chose a life of health, happiness, and fitness by becoming a personal trainer. Today, at age 75, yes, that's right, age 75, I am in by far the best physical, mental, and emotional shape of my life. If I can completely transform myself by rewiring my brain and rebuilding my body, so can you. So follow along on Facebook for my daily tips, weekly podcasts, videos, and blogs to begin your journey to dramatically improve your life using small steps that can produce big results. People ask me all the time, how do you get started to get into a routine of getting healthier and fitter? They want to know if they are now in their 50s, 60s, 70s, or even 80s, whether it is too late for them to begin. I tell them it's never too late, and the improvement in your health and fitness, even after a few months, will astonish you. And it's a lot easier than you think. You can begin at any age and make drastic improvements to your health and fitness without a great investment of your time or money. What you do need to do is something more than you're doing right now. What is that something more, you ask? Almost anything will do that is connected to healthier eating and more exercise. Seems simple, but as Nike says, just do it. Don't just talk about it. Too many of us try to convince ourselves that we're going to do these things that will better our health but we never get around to actually doing them. Your health, not your house, your car, your job, your money, is the most important thing in your life and will, above all else, decide the quality of your life. The reason we fail is not just our lack of motivation, but the sustainability in the program that we choose for ourselves. We jump in all too quickly and all too deeply to be successful in the long haul. It is, after all, a long haul we are in it for. doesn't make sense to be strong and healthy for a year and be in poor health the rest of your life. There are lots of choices out there that are presented to us as to how we can become fit and able. We view ads all day long how you need this expensive piece of equipment to build muscle, why you should join this fitness club to get the results you want, how you can take off so much weight in so little time if you sign up for this particular diet plan. We are constantly being bombarded with choices, and in the end, we often make the wrong choice or even no choice at all. First and foremost, whatever choice you do make, whatever good intentions you have, you are not likely to succeed in the long run. The biggest cause of failure, one word, sustainability. I have always said that you will fail in anything that is not sustainable. Long hours of exercises over multiple days a week 
as well as extreme dieting over long periods of time, are doomed to failure. They are not sustainable. If you ask me today, do I think if you joined an intense program of interval training, whether or not you are likely to still be doing it a year from now, my answer would be likely, but in two or three years from now, not so likely. And after a few years after that, unlikely. If I started this diet program, would I still be doing it a year from now? My best and most accurate answer would be maybe, but not likely. How about two years from now? Highly unlikely. In fact, 96% of diets fail within two years. What I mean by that is that people are off their diets, and most often the reason is not because they have achieved and maintained their goals, but instead it is because they fell off the wagon. They were unable to sustain their diets. The results are devastating because the weight that was being taken off during the time of dieting is replaced with a greater amount of fat prior to beginning the diet. What are some of the reasons that people fall off the wagon, whether it's diet or exercise, or both? The first and foremost reason is they jump into a program that is too extreme for them. For instance, you have never dieted or exercised before, and you start dieting for the first time now. Instead of being gradual about it, you pick the most extreme program or diet regime, thinking the harder in I go, the bigger and faster results I will achieve. In most instances, this is wishful thinking. More likely, the harder the diet or exercise regime you undertake, the faster you will fail. The reason, again, is sustainability. As I have often stated, you take care of your body, and your body will take care of you. In this instance, your body has not been prepared to absorb a strenuous regime of diet and or exercise. What it has been prepared for is to take small steps to make big changes. So that immediate jump into the deep end of the pool sends your body into shock and exhaustion right away. And as a result, instead of feeling invigorating, you feel tired and disillusioned. You want to continue on, but this extreme exercise is so exhausting, it interferes with every aspect of your daily life. As a result, you feel frustrated, and instead of continuing on, end up quitting. As far as entering into extreme dieting, that is even more likely to end in failure faster than exercise. Your body always has certain cravings. It is thought, and not incorrectly so, it is these cravings that emanate from our brain that often put our diet plans at risk. The more foods that we cut out of our diet, and the more restrictive the diet becomes, the more cravings your brain develops as it deals in an addictive manner. The body will almost always crave what it is missing. You need to come down gradually to reduce these cravings and not go cold turkey with your eating habits as many diets will have you do. Another reason we stop dieting or exercising is the expense involved. Although our health should be our number one concern, we often put our health costs into the discretionary category. 
After paying our fixed expenses of our everyday needs, housing, food, utilities, means of transportation, and so on, we sometimes find ourselves short of money at the end of the month. How do we then pay for health club memberships that can cost anywhere between $50 to $150 a month? A gym membership, along with private training sessions, can be a real expense in your life. In addition, life always has its unexpected turns and twists that leads to sudden and necessary expenses we hadn't counted on. For instance, our car breaks down and it's going to cost $1,000 to repair. If you're tight on money, but you need your car for work, you have no choice. The money you need to repair your car is likely to come from the money you spend on your gym membership. And suddenly you're no longer working out in a regular routine or on a regular basis. You crack your tooth while eating and find it's going to cost you two to 3000 for repair, including a crown. Where are you going to turn to in your budget to get this money? Likely the fitness workouts, which you are paying a trainer $125 to $200 a week. Another reason for stopping dieting and training is injury. Probably the number one reason to hire a personal trainer in the first place is to cut down greatly your risk of injury. Putting yourself through movements in all directions while usually lifting or pushing weights will put your body at risk of injury, particularly if you haven't ever exercised before or been away from it for some time. Using the wrong equipment or using too much weight or not knowing the right form or how many sets or repetitions to do can easily stress your body and expose it to a likely injury. Lots of injuries can happen in the health club if you're not careful. I've had my own experience before I became a trainer and started working out. I was taking a 25-pound weight off the rack Next to it on the rack was the 30-pound weight that had not been placed back in its position correctly. As I was pulling off the 25-pound weight, it came in contact with the heavier weight, which then rolled off the rack onto my foot directly under it. Could have been worse, a lot worse, but I did end up with a fracture of the toe. I remember the next day I was leaving to go on a trip by plane. I saw a doctor that day who did immobilize the toe so I could walk on my trip without pain. But I had to wear a steel toe boot the whole trip. I would really light it up every time I walked through security checkpoints at the airport, I can tell you. But perhaps even more concerning of injuries that occur in gym on the other extreme, I was a trainer at one gym for some five years, and over that time I would see those muscle guys who sometimes train two or even three times a day, suddenly be absent from the gym for six months, a year, or even longer because they had injured themselves during their workout. These are long-time experienced people, a number of whom were trainers themselves at one time or another, and they still managed to injure themselves in the gym while working out. Over the five years that I worked at one particular gym, I must have helped pull barbells loaded with too much weight off people's chests who were unable to lift the weight up off themselves. Now, illness also can cause you to stop exercising or dieting. 
especially when sudden onset and totally unexpected, and can become a key source of discouragement and eventual failure to any progress that you have been making in your health regime. When you get a cancer or a heart attack, you're not going to be able to exercise for a while until you can recover sufficiently to get your doctor's approval. And when and if you get back to your exercise, and by all means you should attempt to do so as quickly as you can, it will likely not be at the same level of performance or intensity that you had previously had been doing before. You will likely begin to feel more exhausted and discouraged in your workouts, and as a result, you will stop coming to the health club at a time when you most need to come. So there are many obstacles, as you can see, that can cause even the best intentions to fall off the rail for a sustained health and fit life. Enough about the downside of getting started. Now I'm going to tell you next week in my final podcast of this season how you can get healthier and fitter without the need to worry about unexpected expenses, without creating cravings in your body that makes your diets fail, without taking expensive fitness sessions, and without the inconvenience of spending endless hours at the health club but instead by making small changes in your lifestyle that will lead to big changes in your fitness, health, and happiness. This is Dave with Do It With Dave, and I will be back next week.